comic book hero. Let's see what we've got in the old Rolodex today. That's right. You want to make money on your comics, and you're trying to decide, where do I put the investment? Marvel books or DC books? Now, this hasn't really been that much of a debate. Most people seem to know that Marvel books retail better than DC. How is that possible? DC has the longer history. DC has all the iconic worldwide known characters. Why are people willing to pay more money for, say, Silver Age Spider-Man books than they are for Silver Age Superman books? You really want to know? That's good. I'm going to tell you. See, Superman, okay, just as an example for our DC from the Silver Age, forget about the Golden Age. You're not going to get those books. Not in the condition that you want to make any money. And then, I hate to say it, but if you do get a nice one, finding somebody to buy it, that's going to take a wee bit of time. That's going to take some time. A lot of guys would say, hey, I want to buy some Golden Age Superman books. I don't mind. They could be a low grade. They could be low grade. They could be a 4.0. They could be a 5.0. And then they see how much a 5.0 costs, and they disappear. They disappear because they don't have the money for it. Those are expensive books at the end of the day. And you don't let that book go cheaply. But as I was saying, you look at something, you look at Spider-Man. Look at the first 20, 30 books, okay? You don't even have to count Amazing Fantasy in terms of the first appearance. Just look at Spider-Man 1 and go on from there, okay? Every, just about every major appearance that you need, okay? All the important characters, the Vulture is in Spider-Man number 2. Then not too far on, you're going to get Green Goblin, Gwen Stacy, you know, Gwen Stacy, Harry Osborn, all of them, okay, are then that Silver Age period. And Spider-Man only has one book. That's it. One book. So if you want to try to find these appearances, it's not that hard. Is it expensive? Yeah, you'll pay some money for it, but you could track those things down. You could get yourself a nice, low-grade Spider-Man collection, okay? Forget the high ones. Forget number one, number two. Those may cost you a little bit more. Even then, number two, you might be able to get your hands on without too much of a difficulty. But you could put together a nice Silver Age Spider-Man collection and all of the key appearances without too much of a problem. Spider-Man doesn't get another book until the 70s with Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. So it's very localized in terms of what you're looking for. A lot of the Marvel books are like that. You have the Avengers, they're only there. You have Iron Man, he's only there. And then, let's say you were looking for, hey, an Iron Man key or a Captain America key. You're lucky, because they were both in Tales of Suspense at the same time. They were sharing the book. The same for the Hulk and the Submariner. They go on to get their own books, but a lot of the characters that you're looking for in terms of appearances are in those, and they were split. So it's a really, I mean, hey, Marvel did you a nice favor. Not so much with DC. Not at all. Look, DC, DC's premier character, Silver Age, even Bronze Age, is Superman. Okay, He was more important to comics, more important to DC than most people ever imagined. If you're looking for key, uh, key appearances from Superman, you have to, one, have some money, and then two, you may not be able to find it in Superman or Action Comics. Why? Because Superman was carrying no less than eight or nine books at that time. We're talking through the Silver Age to the end of the Bronze Age. You're talking Superman, Action Comics, and then Superman would make his appearances in Lois Lane. He would make his appearances in Jimmy Olsen. And don't forget, he was also Superboy, so he'd make appearances there. In addition to Adventure Comics, The Legion of Superheroes, more fun comics, eight books. 
right? You want the first appearance of crypto. You're like, okay, let me go to a Superboy comic. Sorry, wrong. It's an adventure comic. He's so spread out. And then what do we want? We want rarity. Right? Superman's appearing in across the board, eight different books. You're looking for a specific this, that, or the other. It's eight different books you have to come. And he was selling, okay, on some instances, maybe a million copies of one particular issue. Each of those stories, each of those books would have three stories in one issue. It's a lot of work, but it also means that it's not going to be as rare as finding, say, an issue of Spider-Man 2. You have a better chance of finding Silver Age Superman comic books than you will of a Silver Age Marvel comic at the end of the day. And so, hey, as much as you, hey, as big of a Superman as a fan that I am, and as much as we know who's going to win the arm wrestling match, if you're looking for where you're going to make your money and make your money fast, you put it into the Marvel books. Everybody wants the Marvel books. It's easier for them to track down. The last thing, and this, uh, well, it has to be said, DC has never understood what it has in terms of their characters. They mined Superman, and then the second Batman got hot, they forgot all about Superman, and Batman became their lead, their, their flagship character. At least that's the way that they play. That's the way that they've actually played it. See, when Superman was at the forefront, Superman was that tide that lifted all of the books. They did that with Batman, and while Batman books are very popular, okay, because for reasons I'm about to get into, it didn't spread to any of the other characters. So once they understand where it is that you know, look, if Spider-Man's doing well. At Marvel, all books tend to be doing well at Marvel. It's different if X-Men books are doing well at Marvel. Okay, that's their own. It might as well be their own universe, to be quite honest. But when you're doing Spider-Man right, everybody's going to get some. When you're doing Superman right, everybody's going to get some. It's not the same as when you're doing Batman. Batman is in a unique position as well. Not only is he the closest to a Marvel-like character from those original DC characters, but He's also been very consistent. They haven't gone back and done all these reboots with this origin as they've done with Superman. Superman has had no less than seven origin reboots that I can that I can count off the top of my head. Batman, some soft stuff. This guy was no longer a part of the character or this particular thing never happened. But for the most part, very, very consistent. DC decided to do Crisis on Infinite Earths, which pretty much told readers, hey, you see everything that happened before 1986? It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. We're forgetting all about that, and we're moving forward. Well, what does that do to people who want to collect? You want to collect Superboy. Doesn't matter. Superboy as a comic doesn't exist anymore, and you decided to go with a whole new character. So while there is value in some of those books back there, it's not the concentrated value you would have with a long-running series. They do the same thing for Superman, for Batman, those long-running series. What do they decide? Forget it. Go back to number one you totally undercut what you have to offer in terms of your characters and your markability. It's ah, it, it's malpractice of the highest sort, but it's also being a Monday morning quarterback because everybody loved it when they did it. Everybody went along with it. And it's only till now that you realize, hey, why don't I have the value over here? Oh, here's why you don't have the value, because this story is no longer consistent. Right? But for the ones that were consistent, and Batman is probably the only one, you can actually make some money right over there. The Marvel books don't do this. They don't reboot. They retcon. The Fantastic Four did not fight in World War II anymore. They fought in Desert Storm, and they'll make those gradients as they need to to go forward. But the story is still consistent. However, well, I mean, Fantastic Four might not be the best example as they're on hiatus because Marvel doesn't know how to sell them. 
But it's no different with Spider-Man. Spider-Man is always kept within that same sphere of time, that's sort of a rolling sphere of time that allows him to stay current without having to do a major reboot and making his history irrelevant. Everything that happened still happened. We can wipe out the bad stuff that we try to put in, and the core of it still remains. And so, yes, this is something that people want to collect. It has all the stuff that we want. Consistency, rarity, popularity. DC, they, when it comes to marketing their characters, they're just not as good at it as Marvel. And so, yeah, you want to put your money down, you're going to put your money down on Marvel books. That's where you're going to make the big turn. Some DC books definitely sell better than Marvel, but overall, hey, Marvel's your guy if you're looking to pull in some cash. And following this tip, I hope you become a hero. I'm out.